Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Financial Fitness. I'm your host, Jared Myers, brought to you by the Old Fashioned Health Network, Good Health, Inside Now. Now, these people I'm here with, they need no introduction, but guys, go ahead. Let's go ahead and go through the round. Hello, table. hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. We, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm Keila, and everybody knows me. I'm by way of Mississippi, so... How's it going today, guys? I love it. I love it. Chan, what's up, man? Thanks for having me back. Back again, guys. It's June. How fast has this year gone by? It's flown by. I mean, yeah, it's gone. We're halfway there. We're at the halfway mark. So, yeah. Right. We've gone through a pandemic. We're six months in after the, uh, the shots, the vaccines are out. It seems like some bit of normalcy is coming back. A little bit. Yeah. It is a little bit. People are ready to get out. They've been going. If they're anything like me, they've gone stir crazy by now. <laughs> <laughs> Especially being inside so long, having to do so many things that you know we weren't used to, um, and just the adjustments of how people dealt with it from a mental perspective, physical perspective, from a financial perspective. I think we've seen the rise, the gains. We've seen a lot of downfalls. And now, you know, it's like, what's the outlook on outwards in these next six months and what it could look like with the things that are coming up? So uh, we got summertime, and everybody likes to be outside in the summertime. And this episode here, uh, we're dealing with pandemic prices. We're dealing with the cost-based effectiveness. Um, You know, you guys have have families. You know, I'm... (laughs) Shout out to the single bachelors out there. I'm just playing. <laughs> you guys have to plan vacation a little bit different. Yeah. What does that look like in turn? Well, I think the big thing right now is just the, the gas prices, you know, especially with the, the pipeline from a couple of weeks ago. You know, everybody kind of went a little crazy, decided they needed to fill up on the gas, even if it wasn't required. But I mean, yeah. everybody around the country, especially Southeast, yeah. we got hit hard, especially, you know, being here in Georgia with, the pipeline being a major one for us, we were yeah. really hit with the, the gas prices. And then, obviously, Memorial Day, and as the, the summer vacations start hitting with yeah. the different holidays, it's going to get busier and busier. The gas prices are going to keep going up. So I think a big one is going to be trying to do that, you know, the cost-effectiveness of where bigger families may have been willing to do the gas and get a van mm-hmm. and go that way versus doing the, the airline tickets. It might be, you know, back to seeing a little bit more flights, a little bit more people willing to, to go to the airport. Yeah. Go through those lines, go through security, pay a little bit more oh. to be able to avoid the prices of rental cars and the prices of gas. I flew out on Memorial Day weekend last weekend, and to get through Atlanta's airport was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I'm talking about oh my the amount of people. If it wasn't for this one lady opening up another section for security, I probably wouldn't have made my flight. Now, granted, I did dilly-dally at the house a little bit. Um, you're supposed to be there two hours beforehand. I was there like 40 minutes. So, by the grace of God. That's about right. That's so dirty. That is so dirty. But, okay, let's, let's keep going. Let's go. Keep going. I love to push the envelope. I love to take the risk. Clearly. I, I love it. Keela, what, is, what has it been like for you back there? I'm good. I'm so glad that Tan brought that up about the, um, you know, the gas prices and some people leaning towards buying plane tickets because that's what I'm planning to do. Um, I was actually planning a vacation for, uh, I'm planning a vacation for the boys and I the third week in July. And I was just looking at, you know, time, first of all, driving time and then all that gas that I'll have to spend or what have you. And I was just doing my calculations and I'm just like, 
I think I'll be better off getting us some fun, you know, getting us some tickets and us flying out. Now, what I had, now what I did see was an inflation in uh, car rental prices um, there. But I think, you know, now I have to look back at it and just go over my, you know, my list again of different things. But I'm thinking that I'll probably be, I'll probably pay less. Um, just buying us some plane tickets and, and just renting a small little eco-friendly car when I get there for the days that we'll be there. I think I priced uh, three tickets from flying from Jackson into Orlando at about $1,100 round trip for um, myself and the boys. So, you know, and that's just me just playing with different, uh, just playing with different places, just looking at the prices or what have you. And I, I'm, I'm saying to myself now, of course, I would not spend that amount of, of money in gas, but just thinking about the if or the possibilities of what may happen, uh, traveling via car rather than flying there, I may be out of way more than that, uh, especially when you think in terms of when I get back to maintenance that I'll have to get done prior to going, if I was to drive my own personal vehicle and getting back, plus gas, you know. So that's something that I was thinking about as well. That's not even, and of course, just getting into this, we're going to just dive right into it. That's not even getting into our lodging and the events that we're going to um, actually be doing while we're there, so. Yeah, yeah, one of the things that impacted us greatly um, when I was down in Orlando, I didn't go to Disney, but same thing, you know, to be prepared for lodging, to be prepared for travel, gas money, the tolls. The tolls were an expense that I didn't think Oh, wow. Money. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And when you're going through, uh, now we traveled to Cocoa Beach, which anywhere um, is normally like a 45-minute drive, but with all the tolls, it ended up being an hour and a half, and we were just impacted at least six or seven dollars, we paid a total of twenty dollars in tolls, one hundred percent total. Just how we drove, each one you had to get off of. You got to factor in things like that. What's some unforeseen things that you could see happening on a trip, vacation? As Keila mentioned, yes. I mean, if you're taking your own car, like you said, with the maintenance, just you know, anything happening like that is going to cause the big issues with it. Um, I mean, prices all around everywhere seem to be going up right now. I mean, we're seeing what lim- lumber prices going up. Uh, I read the other day there's a chicken shortage. So I'm sure the prices of chicken are oh, going yeah. up because you know people. Yes. As soon as you hear any sort of shortage, people go crazy. Yeah, you know I, I don't know if it's the same in Mississippi as it is here, but <laughs> I know you know the whole the toilet paper oh, when COVID is. started. Yep. If it starts to just snow it here, yeah. bread and milk disappear yeah. off the shelves. So like I said, if you get to the point where people are starting to hear that things are going to be short, they're going to try to do that stockpiling. So I mean, you think about it. You know, when you're going on a trip, usually if you're staying in a hotel or staying yeah. in you know a rental Airbnb anything like that. You buy some groceries. Yeah. But if grocery prices are affected now, too, so you, oh, mean, you have kind of even budget about, about that. that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. It sounds like right. you guys right. yeah. It sounds like you guys are finding so, ways to hedge against travel inflation, like you mentioned, like when toilet paper's out or food's out or groceries out and you, gotta, you go to a house now. What are ways to kind of be prepared and to kind of fit into your budget when you're getting ready to travel or things to be expected that – you normally would never even think twice about. So, like for me, I have, I've been hit. It's, it's been crazy. So, the boys are in summer camp, right? So, and I'm just, at summer camp, because of COVID, they have had to take on different types of protocols. 
um, with all of the children and all that stuff. So, like, now I'm having to, like, pack lunches every day. I have to make sure they get breakfast. They don't provide them with lunch. And I have to, like, send, like, six bottles of water with the kids each day because of the whole water, you know, like, they're not allowing them to drink from water pounds and all that kind of stuff. So they have to provide their own stuff. So in terms of vacationing, what I have done um, is I've gone to Sam's and bought stuff in bulk. So when we do go on vacation, I'm able to split some of my stuff up that I already have here because I bought it in such a large quantity. Um, we can use that when we go to vacation. And it's even tissue, paper towels, because, you know, you go to an Airbnb, you have to have certain things or what have you. Even all the way down to washing the <laughs> You buy it in bulk and then divvy it up. And that's just a part of how I have, like, included my you know, vacation in the budget because you have, like, now the vacation budget is to a different level now. It's either you're trying to decide, can I afford, literally, can I afford to pay the extra cost it's going to cost me to go on vacation or should we just have a staycation? So those are some of the things that I'm trying to do because, of course, the vacation is worth it, as you said earlier. It's definitely worth it. I think we all need a little vacation. But um, in the whole wake of things, we see that the cost of goods and services have gone up tremendously. And a lot of that is simply because, um, of course, you know, different places have to take on extra safety protocols and procedures. So we're going to see some cost in that. There's going to be cost in that. So that's probably um, almost 100%. That's why the majority of the, um, the cost that you've seen is such an inflation in prices. Um, going into, like I always say, I always bring it back around Eco 101, Economics 101, Supply and Demand, Scarcity, Cost and Benefit, and of course, Incentives. So. 100 uh, percent. This is a very cost based, cost based, effective time of year. Uh, you got people that are looking at the beach. They're looking at Disney. And along with, again, being in the house for so long, you're just looking for that escape. Now, granted, there was a holiday last weekend. Now, do you still see prices still being as high as they are? Do they slowly continue to rise? We've seen gas creep up. And again, we had that shortage in that situation prior to us having the shortage. We still saw gas prices kind of rise. A little bit. So, yeah, this um, is the normal. Yeah. Leading to summer, gas prices exactly. always tending to go up. I think it was the extreme this time mm-hmm. with, the, with the shortage causing yeah. it to go up even more. I agree with you 100%. 100%. Um, What are some of the ways you guys, like, knowing what we know now, do you foresee yourself, like, planning your vacations a little bit differently? Do you see yourself going towards Christmas, looking into, like, okay, what are we going to be able to do? Like, you know, it's months ahead, but look how far we're flying now. What are some of the ways you guys think is is best? Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're probably going to do more of the the staycations. I know I have next week off for my son's first birthday. And we don't plan on going anywhere. We're staying at the house. I mean, his birthday falls in the middle of the week. He has a party on that Saturday. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of we're spread out. We're not really going to be able to go out anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, most of my family's local anyway, so it's not like I really need to find a vacation mm-hmm. to go. And it would be nice to be able to go to a beach somewhere and relax. But at the same time, if, if it doesn't make sense financially, That's true. you may just yeah. have to kind of, you know, suck it up for a little bit, save that money, yeah. and wait for, yeah. for an opportune time. You know, yeah. maybe when prices do yeah. go down a little bit, maybe in winter, you know, when the beach prices aren't as high. Because yeah. I think this summer, with no one being able to get out last year, mm-hmm. the demand to be able to go out is going to be up there. Yeah. And people's willingness yeah. to overpay That's true. is going to also That's, happen. Yeah. Similar to what we're yeah. seeing in the housing market right now. 
know, we have that yes. small demand, yes. small supply, high demand when people are overwilling to pay. I think that's going to bleed into vacations, mm. traveling, what people are willing to, you know, go out there and spend that they may not have been willing to yeah. two summers ago. You know, they feel like, oh, I didn't get to do it last summer. Let me go ahead and take it. But then we also have, you know, the, the 1400 that the government gave us a couple of times. You know, those couple of stimulus checks that some people probably did hold on to, they may feel like they have a little bit of extra cash to be able to spend. You know, the, the lucky ones that were able to keep their jobs yeah. through the whole time. And this was extra yeah. cash, not, you know, saving them from not getting a paycheck, but actually being able just to get that extra money and, and pocket it and put it in your savings account. Um, you know, some people may have that extra money to be able to spend on vacations, which would then kind of affect right. people that don't have the extra money, the ones that had to put that 1400 towards bills, you know, towards their mortgage or yeah. rent, towards groceries, where they don't have that extra cash. The people that got the stimulus mm-hmm. checks and were able to just bank it now have that extra money to be able to spend. So I think you're also going to see their willingness may be higher where others' just ability to spend is not going to be there. So you're going to see money from <laughs> still from stimulus still kind oh, of throttled throughout the economy. Yeah. I like I like that. I like that. And now you're going to see it yeah. for, like you said, the, the vacation aspect, that time, like now, okay, I've, I've, I've deserved this moment. I've, right. I've set up in the house long enough. I've done this long enough. This is my time. This is my moment. And, you know, just, just thinking about, like, how travel is and still how, you know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And there are people that, you know, that still aren't vaccinated in this process. And, yes, health traveling becomes a concern. And we, we're looking at it from all perspectives, you know, but financially – where it comes to impact you is how much or how little are you willing to sacrifice, I guess, in a sense, because that's what it comes down to. You're going to pay. You're just going to overpay way more than mm-hmm. you were, like you said, a year ago, yeah. prior to anything like this happening. It's it's um, it's going to cost you. And yeah, you got the business of trying to recoup yeah, any money exactly. that did lose. You know, so all, all the that, that, city that, that tourism too. that went yeah. down last summer. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those businesses trying to, to make up for it this summer. Exactly. And, the, you know, the way to do that yeah. is to, to tack on a little bit more and hope that people are willing to another spend thing extra. Is, yeah, yep, you're exactly right. And another thing is, you, you know how people were relying heavily on this unemployment and jobs where it was hard for um, when things started opening back up, it was hard for businesses to have retained employees because they were making more money um, from their unemployment rather than actually working. So now, like, I don't know if y'all seen this, but I have seen a few times where, like, McDonald's and Wendy's are offering, like, $18 an hour or $17 an hour, you know, to come there and work. So you got to think in those terms, too. Business wants to be able to pay or attract employees um, to come back to work, to make it worth worth their while coming back to work because a lot of people have opted out for, you know, this whole unemployment thing. Now, I'm not sure what's going on with it now. I don't know if they still get that or what have you. But I did know for a while, for a minute there, you know, there was an issue. So you got to think in terms of businesses are trying to uh, retain employees um, or what have you. And they have to be able to pay them. And that goes into that incentive piece to be able to keep them. Because as, I feel like as we, even though we have uh, a number of people that have got vaccinated, I don't think COVID is gone. You know, I don't think it's gone. You know, it's not gone and some people are still getting it. So how do you convince your employees to stay, you know, to come to work, especially when you have a lot of people that are making that decision to pay the extra cost just to travel, just to get out, just to go, you know, because they have stayed at home 
or they weren't able to do anything last year. I know I'm like one of those people who I, my friends and I, we typically go on a girl's trip every summer for the last four or five years, and we haven't been able to go anywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in desperate need. And I was texting my friend the other day, and I'm like, talk me off the ledge because I'm about to call China. I'm about to call our travel agent. I'm about to call her to book us something because I'm just like, I need to go somewhere. But then, you know, she just, of course, she talked me off the ledge and was like, look, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, thank you because I was, you know, in that place. But I'm more so leaning towards, like, Ken is doing. Like, does it make any, does it make good financial sense? Just the sake of, for the sake of saying, okay, I did a vacation. Because when you get there, how are things? How will it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how, how much money will I be spending when we do go? Um, you know, especially for me, I'm a family, I'm a party of three, you know, not just one. So that's, that, that honestly is something, you know, like a lot of people are going to have to take into consideration. Um, especially like you said, going out to eat, um, order it now. Now let's also remember too, about one of the benefits of staying in. Yes. You think, okay, order a lot of food. Right. Well, prices in DoorDash for myself that I've noticed delivery fees are rising. So it's. Oh, God. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's everywhere. It's like you think you win one way, but they get you another way. Um, (laughs) Things like that. I have not ordered groceries yet since the pandemic, but or not. Excuse me, not since the pandemic, since the gas inflation. So I don't know if that's more or less. But I know when ordering food, it's definitely been impacting as far as like what the delivery fee already is and uh, things like that. But I think. Like you guys said, I agree with both of you. It just comes down to what's going to make financial sense for your budget. As much as you want to get out and, you know, you want to be around the beach, you want to be around your friends, and you want to do what you need to do, it's great. It sounds fine and dandy, but if that budget doesn't line up with it, then what hole are we digging ourselves back into? What are we taking out of? What are we figuring out as far as, like, that process? So, you know, I definitely love what you guys have shared with us. I think it's some great content because this is the things that a lot of people, I think, sit down and they have to, all right, either they think about it, they do it on impulse, or they're sitting here like, oh, well, I'm just not going to go anywhere. I'm going to wait. Right. Yeah. And I think inflation is a word that gets thrown around Mm -hmm. a lot, too. But uh, yeah. in the consumer price index is saying that we yeah. are over 3% up, which is technically inflation. So it's also a part where, where we're thinking, is the inflation happening because of the pandemic or is the inflation just part of the natural course where it's time to happen anyways? So I think it's kind of just yeah. a multitude of, of timing of everything kind of hitting at once. Mm-hmm. It's also causing a little bit of issues. Yeah. Right. So, right. So it's, it's a combination of both. Uh, both, And it, goes all, it all goes back to the fund demand. And what have you? And how do you how do you stay competitive during this time as a business? You know, especially when you're trying to, like Ken said, recoup from missing a year. You know, um, kind of like on the closing thoughts. What are what are some suggestions that you guys would give really quickly, really brief, really briefly on how to hedge against inflation? One, an investing standpoint. Two, from a business owner, and then three, as us as we're looking to travel. I would say what I always say, um, especially as far as investing, don't get, don't let your emotions play a part in that. You know, do not get all emotional. I, I say that I live by that. You know, do your work, study. It's all, it's always time in the market versus market time. And always keep that in mind. From a business perspective, I think you know you want to stay competitive um, or what have you, but you want to be kind of fair. You know. 
don't, you know, don't just gouge people because, you know, people are trying to, we're trying, we're searching for their normalcy in our lives, but also, uh, I don't think we should, I think that's when your business ethics come into place, you know, and your integrity um, as a business owner. And then from a personal perspective, I think it just all goes back to what I'm just going to say, what Ken said, what makes sense uh, financially for you. And that's just a personal decision that you have to make. Are you willing to go into deficit just to get a few days at the beach and some sun and some sand? Or you can stay at home and just relax and save money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think a big one is just um, being able to diversify is a big one. Um, I know not everybody's blessed to have the, the means to diversify, but if you can, I think that's ideal. Kind of, you know, dip your toes in a little bit of everything. That way you can reap the benefits of everything. Uh, and like Keila said, don't get emotional. Don't don't go to the point where you feel the need to do one thing over the other because you're looking for that quick buck. I think trying to do do it the smart way and, and look long term is going to be big. Right. And, um, you know, especially right now, CD rates. I don't know how, how y'all are on the bank side, but even on the credit side, they're not great. So being able to oh, no. cash liquid, I think, is big. Liquidity. Look for maybe money markets yep. that have a little bit higher of a yield, but still give you the flexibility to access those funds. If and when you need mm-hmm. them, um, you know, hopefully CD rates and things like that, stock market, everything yeah. will bounce back eventually, get you some sort of return, and you want to be able to access your money. You know, don't don't look at that that one percent that you might see on a, a five year CD and say, "Ooh, that sounds like a great return." Lock up your money and not be able to access it without a fee. So right. You know, being able to stay liquid and just um, stay even keeled, you know, yeah. be able to to kind of sit down and actually weigh your options. I think is big. Ladies and gentlemen, and there you have it. Uh, guys, this was awesome. Um, I'm excited for the rest of the summer going forward. Let's be yeah. real. Y'all gave me some great insight, some great things to look forward to, and some great things to take away from this. Um, I hope everyone had fun tuning into this episode today of Financial Fitness, brought to you by the Old Fashioned Health Network. Good health inside and out. My name is Jared Myers. I'm signing off. Oh, this is Chandler. Kill the alley. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. <laughs>